Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, all right. Next up, we have Div Yang. Hey, can hey, you can hear me? Yes, I can. How are you, man? Good, man. Yourself? I'm good. I'm good. I've been missing these calls for a long time. And actually, I was just about to switch off the lights and just scrolling my phone for the last time. And I just saw the pop-up and I said... <laughs> I just come for the question. Beautiful. So glad to have you uh, back. Actually, thanks, thanks. Actually, I had just two observations, and that will be my two questions. I saw the squad today, the the confirmed squad for the US tour. Actually, seeing the squad just made me realize, and this is just top of my head. These might be addressed in the previous podcast. I've been catching up on them, but uh, so. Uh, when I see the squad, I just believe that if there's one thing missing, is that X factor that. Uh, kind of a, that bona fide superstar. Like I know there is Vinicius and there are Rodrigo's and these they have their own share of being called a superstar. But the guy that was Benzema and uh, like the fear here, even if he had a mediocre season, you can say a kind of a mediocre season, like uh, following from his the best season of his time. And like I believe that that is the kind of thing that is missing in Real Madrid and by seeing that what Real Madrid, Real Madrid is always judged by their last game, the the most important game of the season of the game against Man City, and and I don't take it granted that Real will reach the uh, final stages of Champions League uh, every time, but Real's season is mostly judged by these kind of games. Any reactions in the transfer market or anything happens due to what uh, due to the results which uh, happen in these games. So, what do you think? And like. How will Real uh, cope up with that X factor being missing? That, uh, like, even if Man City replays that game, they will see that Vinicius scored that a hell of a goal against them. Uh, a mere presence of Benzema there, kind of. Do you think, like, Hozulu might, and I have uh, high hopes from Hozulu as compared to what other people have. I believe that he will be a good, uh, I think our crossing game might come back, the 2017-18 crossing game might come back, that that might be a viable option. And I, it's my gut feeling that we will see Kozilu in the starting lineup by the mid-season, 
if he starts banging in some goals uh, other than Rodrigo or something else. So what do you think? How will Real cope up with this? And do you think Jose Lu can be like we can do this season without a bona fide superstar? I, I I think I'm going to try to paraphrase paraphrase what you're saying. I don't I don't know if it's bona fide super. I, I you're talking about a goal scorer because I don't think we. I don't think it's true that we don't have a superstar. I think we yeah. do, but I. But what you're speaking to is a goal scorer, goal scorer specifically, right? Like a prolific goal scorer, like a Benzema type figure in attack is what yeah, you're. Yeah, us the games. Yeah, the, against the odds. Yeah, I mean, I think Vinicius has that. I think, but like again, from a pro, like the the star striker who will score 40, 50 goals a year. I don't think we have that. Obviously, um. But I don't think we lack a superstar because a superstar isn't just a goal scorer. And what do you think? Are we in a better condition to play against Man City? Like, just for an example case. You mean Apart with, from next, with uh, the squad the we season. have now as a, as opposed to this? I mean, what's the difference? We, we lost Benzema, we gained um, Fran Garcia, right? And Arda Guler and Fran Garcia. It's, yeah. uh, by the way, I... I had enough comments in my mentions uh, with uh, in the last few podcasts asking me to pronounce better Arda's last name. So I have, luckily, I have two really, really close Turkish friends. And I said, hey, can you please give me a tutorial how to say this guy's name <laughs> properly so I don't embarrass myself? Arda Guler is Guler. the best yeah. I can do. Yeah. <laughs> so I apologize. Um, Arda Guler. Um and it's that's even uh, it's it's supposed to be better than that, but that's the best I can do for now as I keep practicing. Um, I mean, like Benzema obviously being the biggest difference. I think we did a really good job of shedding some dead weight. And I mean, I'm I'm blown away that we were able yeah. to get rid of Hazard. I mean, I know it's not we it it still cost us money to do that. Um, but you know, the, I I'm shocked that we were able to do that this summer. Vallejo going on alone. Obviously, we already knew Mariana was not going to renew. And uh, Odrio Zola looks like he's off to Real Sociedad. So, like, to get rid of that dead weight and then replace it with, you know, bringing Brahim back, Arda Guler, and then obviously Bellingham, who is one of the people I would categorize as a bona fide superstar in the making. Yeah. Um, that's pretty solid so far. You need a right back still which you're probably not going to get this summer, unfortunately. And if you get Mbappe, then it's like an insanely great summer, in my opinion, apart from the right-back situation. But if you don't get him, um, I, I I think the fan base should be prepared for some struggles next season. Um, are we in a better position against City with this squad? I think with what we... Miss with Benzema is is similar to what we missed with Cristiano Ronaldo. It wasn't just goals; it was leadership. It was the ability to put the team on their back when things yeah. aren't going our way. I think we might be in for a rude awakening if we don't actually replace him properly. You're gonna miss that organizational ability, the experience, leadership, all that stuff. It wasn't just the goals. The goals are a byproduct of who he is as a figure. I think. I agree with you about the Joselu point to an extent. I think he's a really good signing in the context of you know what he is. He's a squad player who will provide you with really good minutes off the bench 
but not as someone who's going to bring you all those goals as a starter. I don't think this this squad is better next season if we don't replace Benzema. I don't think that. No. The only path for that to be true is if Rodrigo takes a really big leap in the goal scoring department and Bellingham gives you 10 to 15 goals from midfield. That's it. That's the only path I see. So yeah, that, that's actually uh, actually that was the thing I summarized from Barcelona's last season as well. Like there are many things that happened in Barcelona which made them win this season. But if I wanted to point out an X factor, it was a bona fide superstar on, on the number nine position, which also had an off season in the UCL games or after the World Cup. But I think if you swap Lewandowski out of that squad, apart from Ter Stegen or anything. That is the thing that affects them the most. And that is the reason I believe that having a superstar who bang in the goals is very important for you to win something. It's the most important position in football. It's That's why it's the most highest valued one. It's the, it's the most expensive one. It's the one that gives you the Ballon d'Or. So you can, if you want, fundamentally disagree with the philosophy behind that, that they're the most important. I'm sure you'll have your arguments about goalkeeper and defense defender and defensive midfielder and creator. It is literally the most important and, and highest valued position in football is that the guy who can score you the 40, 50 goals a year, because it's the most difficult thing to do. Shay, there's a point here that I want to address in the chat because Shay says we're in a better position because Benzema was ghostly a, a ghost mostly last season. But I, but I, I, I want to disagree with that. I understand that Benzema had a decline year last year. I, I get that. That's not lost on me. But in his decline, he still scored... Uh, 32? 30-something, 30 right? Yeah, 32 and, goals. And let's not forget that there was a stretch of the season yeah. where he actually dug deep and unearthed his superstar form. And it was the entire month, like, you know, yeah. the jokes of Ramadan Karim. Yeah. He was scoring like three hat tricks in a month. He effectively eliminated Barcelona from the Copa del Rey. Um, yeah. He was really good in the Champions League. I think it was against Chelsea. So it wasn't Benzema Benzema for the whole season. He had struggles with injuries and form. But he did have a stretch there where he was, he took us to another level. And I think that's the point. When he did perform like that, Real Madrid looked completely different, different. from the rest yeah. of the season. Because when he's clicking, he's linking up with Vinicius and he's scoring, our attack completely changes. So yeah. you might get like here and there, Jose Lu doing some cool stuff. You're, but you need that player to yeah. make Vinicius' life easier. You need that player to take you in the next level offensively. So that's why, yeah. even though I, I'm encouraged by the fact that we basically turned Vallejo and Odrizola and uh, Hazard and Mariano into Brahim and Guler and uh, Bellingham, that's all great. But you still need that guy to me up front. You you absolutely need him. That's why I'm and really I'm really worried. I mean, I'm, on some level, I'm actually encouraged in a sadistic way that Alvaro was not in the squad. We still haven't gotten a nine yet because it yeah. all points to the fact that plan A of getting Mbappe is actually going to work. That was my, my God, second if, point. If, if that doesn't work, it's... Um, um, I'm listening to you. I have a second thought in my mind. Like, uh, like, uh, like Vinicius' next evolution would be how he copes up without, uh, with the absence of Benzema. 
like with the direction he had of like such an experienced number nine who knows how to play swinger with them and i'll just uh, keep it quick i had a second question for the churros uh, podcast and there i actually missed that question there i'll just read it out quickly uh, it was a long question it was basically regarding that uh, the signing of arda guler uh, kind of uh, like uh, diminishes the hopes of academy players ever breaking into the real madrid squad and i believe like i know that breaking into the first team squad is down to more to timing than to a sheer talent uh, kind of perspective and i and even i cannot put fingers to real madrid's recruitment also like they have done fabulous recruitments and have won so much lately but having this much of a talented b squad and if not even a single player is even uh, gets to break into the first team kind of makes me think like right now the best single piece of advice you can give to a academy player who wants to break into a like a young promising player who wants to break into real uh, real madrid first team squad is to tell him not to join the real madrid academy like if he were from perhaps la masia or some dark dingy unknown street of brazil he might be in the brazil uh, in the real madrid first team i believe like nico paz is there sergio ribas is there and playing almost the similar positions if not the same position and still i believe that academy players see this kind of things and i know it's a ruthless sport and obviously real madrid will the first team will look for itself and they will sign the best things but kind of i believe that being an academy player it kind of hurts your uh, hopes of breaking into the first team i don't know if it hurts but it it, it is true that like you know what what would ha- it's an interesting thought exercise the theoretical of if aribas did not come through our academy and literally was a kid in brazil that juni calafat had scouted what would his value be and how much would his chances increase it's just a thought exercise um i personally believe that our academy should be used more having said that there are players who obviously made it from the academy the most you know there are certain recent examples like Carvajal, who came back from Leverkusen, wow, Casemiro, who came back from Porto, Fede Valverde has been yeah. a success, obviously. Lucas Vasquez, not sure you're going on the list. And then there's others that um, that I think we missed out on and were good enough to help, um, but we weren't able to. We just looked at it as a transactional business that we can make money off them, like Ashraf Hakimi, for example. So yeah. I I think our academy is better than than sometimes we use it for, yeah. but I I do think it's true that the club also uses this as like, hey, this is a literally a money money maker for us. La money Fabrica maker for us, a money yes. maker, right? A huge money maker for us, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anthony brought up the example of Fran Garcia coming back from Rio as well. That's why I've I've yeah. actually been a huge fan and proponent of the idea of not loaning but selling the with the rights. Thing. I think that's yeah. been that's been that's a fantastic idea. I think it gives incentive to the the club who's taking him on to develop that player and it's great if it works if they succeed because it's they're just a stone's throw away. All it took was Bayer Leverkusen to come in last yeah. season and be like we want this guy and then it goes on our radar and we have the right to mm-hmm. to exercise to the first round of refusal. So I I think that's that's yeah. a great business business model to follow actually. Um yeah. All right, uh, Div Yang, we got to move on because uh, yes, thanks. We have a lot thanks, of questions uh, now. Okay, thanks a lot. Thanks. Good seeing you, buddy. Thanks, With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. We got, um, so we got to move a little bit faster, guys. I apologize because I got 27 minutes left and we have seven hands up. Okay. So we're going to move a little bit faster. And if you guys can keep it a little bit more concise. Tridib is next. Tridib, are you there? Uh, Kian, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Man, I got to tell you, you've elevated my morning commutes to another level. I appreciate um, that, man. Thanks. I'm glad to be a part of your commutes. That's that's special in itself. Sometimes I just think I'm just speaking into space and nobody's hearing me. Like, it's just like this frequency you put out and like into the galaxy, someone might pick it up. But it's kind of cool to to remember that people actually do absolutely. listen. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did have a two-parter for today. So my first one is, and it sounds, it might sound a little obnoxious, but I want to have sort of a serious discussion about this. It's, I wanted to examine how good Gavi is relative to the seven midfielders we have. Um, I don't want to sort of take into consideration any positional differences that might happen. So I don't want to examine Gavi versus Shuamini, for example, because of that positional difference. I want to have that discussion based on their quality and their potential and so on. So I wanted to see what how he stacks up against the seven of our, our midfielders. Um, that's my first part. And the second part is uh, I Lucas came out with an article about the Mbappe saga a few days ago, and he mentioned a few of his sources. Um, I presume you can't tell me who the sources are, um, but could you give me an idea on how you sort of cultivate these relationships um, what these sources are like and, you know, how, how the entire process works as a journalist. So the first question, uh, I think it's six without Chiuamani, right? Kamavinga, Fede um, Valverde, Jude Bellingham, Danny Ceballos, Tony Cruz, Lukomoric, six. Am I missing anyone? Um, I mean, yeah, no, I think it's fixed. Yeah, yeah we're, we're not counting Guler. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh, Guler. Uh, sure. Um, no, I don't think we, we count Guler. I think Guler is like a, a right winger in my head. Guler. So. Guler. Now I'm sounding like uh, <laughs> who was that? Will that Will Ferrell skit in uh, SNL? Guler. Guler. Anyone remember that? That's a really niche uh, niche reference. Um, Arda Guler. Yeah, I, I see him as an AM or a uh, Robert Guler. Yeah, I knew I could rely on you, Miran. So, Gavi's not getting in. Gavi, <laughs> Gavi was quite lucky in the timing he came up at Barcelona, I think, to break through. If Gavi, for, for theoretical conversation, if Gavi came up through Real Madrid Castilla, 
he would have been long gone. I mean, think about the players he'd have to compete with, right? Um, like yeah. I think like Pedri, for example, to compare the two, Pedri's making it in in my opinion, like in any team, in any system, in any era. Like he is really, really great. But Gavi is not that kind of level of player. That I, so Gavi, I think, really benefited from the timing. Timing really mattered for him to break through. I would ha- like this is. I, I just want to say this because I, I I said this one time and people were like their brain blew up. Like it, they were so shocked. They were like, "How could this be?" Danny Ceballos is better than Gavi. I'm telling you right now. Agreed. Agreed. So. We don't like Ceballos just doesn't get the same amount of hype uh, because he doesn't play as much. And I think it's it's it almost sounds a little bit ridiculous to say that Real Madrid's seventh choice midfielder is better than Gavi. And I'm sure if any Kool-Aids were listening to this and even some Maridistas, they would disagree with that. Luckily, I have uh, some science. Here you go. On the left, this is Gavi. Uh, or sorry, on this left tab, it's Gavi, and this is Ceballos. So, what is Gavi better than? And like, and like, this is by the way, this is just an analytical lens, obviously. Of, but this was something that secondary I checked after already coming to the conclusion, looking at the eye test, that Ceballos is a better ball progressor. Um. And for all the energy and aggressiveness that Gavi is known for, I think, in my opinion, Ceballos has it. It's just a PR thing. And then I looked at the numbers like, well, let's, let's at least see what the data says. Ceballos is a better creator. He is a better dribbler. And that's what Gavi's, um, like I've, I've seen Kool-Aid say that, you know, Gavi's underrated technical ability. He's not just a bruiser. He's a better progressive passer. He's just a better passer full stop. He works hard on defense. So what is Gavi better at? Scoring goals? Is that what he's there for? So that's my take. I think, I think Gavi would be like 12th choice midfielder in our team. But probably eighth. Um, what was your uh... um my second question was uh, I read Lucas's article a few days ago about the Mbappe saga and I yeah. also heard his podcast with you. Uh, so what are these I mean you can't tell me who the sources are obviously, but uh, how do you sort of cultivate these relationships and if you could give me a hint of sort of the level at which they're working, um, their reliability and so on? Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.